Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Find Your Voice podcast. My name is Freya Casey and I'm a professional singer and vocal coach, but I'm also very passionate about helping you uncover your true heart's desires and to help you achieve all of your dreams, make them come true and to get to where you want to be in life. You know, creating a life that you really want to live, what could be more important I always think about this every single day when I wake up, I tell myself, this is a day. This is one day in my life. It begins now and it will end. And it was when it has ended, it will never return. It will never come back. I can never relive it. It will never be given back. So I have one chance and only one chance to live this day. And I want to live it to its fullest. I want to live it to where I enjoy what I'm doing. I want to be happy. I want to be relevant. I want it to be everything that I want it to be. (laughs) And I want to live it on my own terms. I can never believe how much sometimes others try to dictate our day and the way we live our lives. And I think it's not right. I think we should decide how we want to live our lives. As long as we are in a mindset of being positive and wanting to contribute something positive to this world, I think everyone should not only be allowed by someone else, but should give themselves permission to live their life on their own terms. Today, I want to talk about the following Um, It's a quote that I found online, but I think it is so perfect and it describes exactly what indecision will do. It will cost you so much. The risk of a wrong decision is preferable to the terror of indecision. To me, the worst thing anyone can do is not to do anything. So basically, if you don't decide, if you suffer from indecision or, you know, you just procrastinate basically you're not doing anything and that is the worst thing because you cannot learn anything you cannot gain any experiences no memories from anything you have done it's the worst and here's what I always do when I make a decision sometimes there are small decisions and we don't sweat it and sometimes we face these really big decisions that we think are going to change our entire life. And what if we make the wrong decision? And we are nervous about it and we are afraid of it. We are terrified. But here's what I always ask myself. I ask myself, what is the worst case scenario? And you know what? Usually the worst case scenario is not as bad as I make it out to be. My daughter has this tendency to always just think about the worst thing that could happen. But what if this and what if that and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. And I'll tell her, you know what? All of the things that you're thinking about right now, they will never happen and they will never come true. Looking back, any of the worst case scenarios that I have ever imagined in my mind, they never happened. It just never happened. It was just a movie that was playing in my mind because maybe really because of a movie that I had watched before because in movies things happen and sometimes we just think well maybe, what what if that like just like in a Hollywood movie. I mean I've had crazy things happen to me but these were all things I would have never even thought about and the truth is 
you never know what to expect, you don't know the future, and 99.9% of the time, things are going to happen that were not even on your radar. You know, you may have thought about all these worst case scenarios, but, you know, even like during COVID, everyone had COVID on their radar, maybe still now, you know, but like, it's not really that terrible right now. But when cases, you know, when numbers go up, everyone has COVID on their mind. And it's like, we're all going to die of COVID. And what if I'm getting COVID? And what if someone else has COVID? And I don't know about it. So it was all about COVID. But the truth is, people had all these different infectious diseases during this entire time. And most people who died, died of a cause other than COVID. And most people who got sick, got sick because of something other than COVID. So most people who went to the doctor, went to the doctor to something because of something other than COVID. But it's our RAS, it's our reticular activating system that whenever we have something on our radar, when something is important in our lives at this time, and we think about it a lot, it seems like it's the only thing that is happening. It's it, We're surrounded by it. Like, you know, you know, after I bought my Ford Galaxy, I noticed how many people had Ford Galaxies. And you know what? Before I bought it, there were just as many people having, you know, driving Ford Galaxies. There were not more people suddenly. It's just, I noticed it. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing, you know, when I was pregnant, I saw so many pregnant women. I thought like, wow, she's also pregnant. Like everyone's pregnant. You know what the truth is? Before that, there were just as many people pregnant, uh, women, people, well, probably women. And But it was just my mind filtering all the information because we can literally not... Um, you know, compute all the information. So our brain has this built-in system that is amazing that decides what is relevant, what is important for us and what is not. And so whenever something is, you know, we think about it a lot, then it's something we will also notice a lot. It will be just very present in our thoughts. Um so, you know, you want to you wanna just not think of the worst case scenario. I also think of the best case scenario. And you know what? It's like, you know, it's like getting the COVID shot, the risk benefit analysis for, you know, because it's different for everyone. Like you need to decide for you personally. There's no right or wrong decision here whether someone should or should not get vaccinated. It's just what is your personal risk benefit analysis and what what decision does this lead you to? Because it would be dif different for everyone. It's different for a 20-year-old female who is totally healthy and an 85-year-old man with, I don't know, Alzheimer's or with cardiovascular disease. There will be different decisions made based on where someone's at. So risk benefit analysis. And a lot of times when I make decisions and I think of the worst case scenario and the best case scenario, I would rather take the risk of, you know, like this maybe 1% risk of actually having the outcome of the worst case scenario, but also have the chance to actually maybe have the 50-50 chance to get the best case scenario then not do anything. 
And the truth is, the worst case scenario, the, the likelihood of that actually happening is very, 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 very small. Whereas the best case scenario, it's actually usually not that unlikely. Because usually when we decide something, it, it's something that we really want or, you know, why do we make decisions? Usually it's because we need to change something, or we want to better something, we, we need to make, you know, make a shift in our, the way we do things, the way we think about things, and maybe people around us. Um, and I will tell you about a few examples where I made decisions. You know, at that time, I was afraid of those. I, they terrified me. I was like, what if, what if, what if? And I'm going to tell you what my worst case scenario outcome was and my best case scenario outcome. And then I will tell you what really happened. And you will always see that making the decision was always the right, right thing. You know, and even, even if, I had to just, if I had decided differently, it still would have been okay. Okay, so the first thing that, that was a big decision that I had to make. So I decided to get married. When I was 20 years old, I had met my husband back there, like my ex-husband now, um, when I was 18 years old. And I thought we were going to be together forever. That's what I wanted. And that's what I, that, that was the plan. There were already problems early on in our relationship and there were issues, but I really wanted it so much. And see, everyone who would have thought logically, maybe a lot of people on the outside would have thought, maybe you should think about this again and maybe this is not the right decision. But here's the thing, for me, it was the right decision. I, you know, I was not really scared of that decision, but it was still a big decision. I was like, what, what if, you know, for me, it was not a matter of, yes or no it was a matter of now or later and I would have actually you know I would have gotten married a little later I would have waited a little bit more but he wanted to get married and there were different reasons why we kind of had to get married a little sooner well we didn't have to but we thought we had to because of visa things you know I was I was a German citizen I, I'm still a German citizen and he was American he still is American and um you know, in order for me to actually come back to the States with him, he was stationed here in the army, here in Germany, and that's how we met. And then when he was done with his term, he went back home and we wanted to be together. We had been together for two years at that time. And in order for me to come back with him and stay, I started out on a fiancé visa and then we eventually had to get married. So I thought, hmm, I would actually like to wait, but since... The plan is really to be together anyway. It doesn't really matter if we get married now or a little bit later. So it was not such a hard decision, but it was, you know, I have to just, I have to admit, I was a little nervous about it. I was like, and I thought about it, like, wh what is the best case scenario and what is the worst case scenario? And I have to admit back then, I only thought about the best case scenario. I only drew out all those wonderful images of, us having this beautiful relationship in a beautiful home and beautiful children one day. And well, after a few years, it was clear that it didn't exactly go that way. And after 12 years, I had to make the next decision. Well, I'm so glad I made a decision. And well, basically, for 12 years, 
every single day I made a decision. And I actually made a decision every single day to be with my husband and to continue on in that relationship. That was a decision I made every single day. And was it right or wrong? Well, it was neither right nor wrong. It was just the decision I made and it led to me crying a lot and a lot of problems, you know, escalating. And the problem was just that his energy and my energy and even my voice teacher, she knew him and she knew both of us. You know, after I told everyone that we got separated, she also said, your energies just did not go together. You you have a whole different energy level. You're like high energy person, very, very positive. And he's more very introverted and depressed a lot. And a lot of people saw that. And a lot of people talked to me about it after I proclaimed that we would separate. And you know, a lot of people, they will not. I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone and most people won't, won't tell you, oh, but you shouldn't be in this relationship. It's not okay to tell someone that unless there's something really major happening, like, you know, like abuse or anything. There was not anything like physical abuse happening. Um, Now, emotionally, of course, probably a different story, but it, it was just a decision that I kept drawing out. And so I, every day I just kept doing what I knew to do. And that was deciding to continue on the way it had been but I was, I was very unhappy. I cried every single day. And those issues that led to me being so unhappy, they just did not go away. They just got stronger and were amplified all the time. And so I finally, I, I, you know, I, it was so hard for me to actually make that decision to leave and to end that relationship because I kept thinking the worst case scenario is what is he going to do? I didn't even think about myself. I was probably for myself. I was not scared. I was like, of course, I didn't know what I was going to do afterwards, but I had a plan. I'm I'm like that. Even if my life changes completely, it excites me to make new plans. You know, I'm, I, I pick myself up. I cry. I pick myself up and then I make new plans and that excites me. But I was so worried about him and I was... I felt so responsible and I felt so like I'm his world and what's he going to do without me? And that's horrible. I cannot do this to him. But the truth is, you know, it's like I could not be for him all that he needed in his life. And it, you know, he was still unhappy and I just needed to look after myself. So I finally made the decision and I gathered all my strength to say, I cannot live like this any longer. I'm so unhappy. I'm naturally a very happy person and I don't like myself anymore. I cry every single day. I'm getting depressed now. And on top of that, you know, it's not helping anyone. It's not helping him and it's not helping me. So I decided to to leave. And, you know, I didn't just leave. I We talked a lot and... I finally told him, I'm sorry, I, I just can't. Like physically, I even have like this blockage now. He cannot touch me anymore. And there were things that happened like, you know, I I don't want to talk about it. But the thing was just that there was nothing wrong with him. It was just that in my life, I could not tolerate 
to live like that anymore. I needed a different energy around me. So I, I left. We eventually got divorced. And I can tell you what happened afterwards. I was so relieved. I was, on the one hand, I felt bad for him. But then I, for me, in my own life, I was so relieved. I was so much happier. And I felt lighter. And he, for him, not a lot. I mean, like his, he still was the same person and still kept struggling with the same things. And I could not help him. And I couldn't have helped him. So I just had to help myself. And sometimes, you know, that's not selfish. If it, Let me just tell you another story. Um, someone very dear that I know, their daughter drowned when she was 14 years old that is so tragical that is just horrible and you know how that happened she saw another boy it was just like a church outing and there was a boy he did not how to swim and he struggled and he was in the water and he was about to drown and she wanted to help him and they both drowned because you cannot help a drowning person if you're not trained on how to grab them they will pull you down with them. And, you know, it's horrible. This is so tragical because, you know, a perfectly healthy little girl, she drowned. She knew how to swim, but she tried to help someone else. But that person was so in panic that they took her down. And I felt like, you know, a lot of times it's that way. You can't help someone else if they don't want to be helped. And all that's going to happen is they're going to pull you down with them. So the next, you know, the next thing I want to talk about was buying my house. Buying this house, honestly, it's one of the three best decisions I've ever made in my life. The first two best decisions being my children. Um, I have three children, but of course, um, the decision to go ahead with embryo adoption that then resulted in my twin babies who are now nine months old. That was literally the best decision besides having my daughter. And then right after that comes the decision to buy my house. When I bought my house, I had lived at a really nice apartment for about a year or so. And someone kept telling me, it's like, Freya, you're paying a lot of rent here. Why don't you think about, aren't, don't you want to think about buying your own house? And I had never actually thought that I could afford it before. And so I went down to the bank and I talked to them. I was like, so what, what do you think I could afford? And they named me a number. And I started looking at houses that were for sale on the market. And I looked at a bunch of them and they were either like really old and shabby and like it was really bad condition or they were like way out yonder where it's like I, I would not want to live in that area. It's like just too far away from everything. I would have to drive forever. You know, I mean, in Germany, everything is really close together. But still, I, I wanted to be close to Tübingen, which is the nearest city to where I live. And I just did not want to be out there. I wanted to be, you know, close to all the shopping and stuff. And then I looked at the house that I now live in and something you know it was old a hundred years old it's a hundred years old now 
and it, it you know everything was just there was even still that old furniture in here from people who had lived here all their lives it's crazy there was beautiful wooden furniture in here that was like 50 years old I kid you not um, and they left it here some of it I kept and some of it I sold and that decision because there were other people interested in the house I literally only slept over it one night and the next day you know it it was a huge decision I was like wow buying a house that is a huge commitment and I had to have my mom co-sign because I didn't have all that money that I needed for a down payment and I was just like you know it was a big decision I was like can I even swing it financially I don't know and it's hard but you know what I just slept over it and I felt peace and I tell, I ask myself, so what is the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? The worst case scenario is, I'm, you know, I, I will not have enough money, but no such thing because I'm, I'm self-employed. I was a freelancing artist. It's like, I just pick up a few more gigs and I'll just pick up a few more students. I mean, I had gigs left and right and I had students left and right wanting to take lessons with me so I'm like well I just work a little bit more and then I'll make more money and then I'll I'll be able to afford it and you know what that's how it worked out and now the house I live in now it has doubled at least in value and I would pay more money now living in an apartment even in a very small apartment than living here now the mortgage I'm paying is like a joke literally so really what could have been the worst thing well, foreclosure? No, I mean, I really worked. I never actually painted that picture of like me losing the house and I don't have any money because I always thought like I'm healthy, I'm I'm successful in what I do. And I never had, I never worried actually that I couldn't pay it. And what had, been, what would have been even worse was being stuck at the apartment where my landlord back then, even though as I moved in, they said, we love you singing. And they lived in the house also. We love you singing and we want to hear your lessons because I said, you know, when I move in here, you will hear singing a lot because I'm teaching and that's what I, that's how I make a living. And they said, oh, but we love it. We would love to hear it. And you know what? That changed. And they got onto me and like in the middle of a lesson, they called and I cried. It was the guy, like my landlord, he was so angry at me can't do this it's like this is not a singing school and I thought what happened they assured me that they love it and they want to hear this and now I mean it was like 4 p.m I gave a lesson not a crazy time and then they called in the middle of the lesson and I was like I felt so uncomfortable in that apartment so anything was better than having to go back to the apartment and here in Germany uh, there are a lot of apartments for rent you know there are not really a lot of apartment complexes here. The way it works here, they're like people have big houses and they usually have an apartment inside of the house that they rent out. That's that's an area that that was in. So just, you know, what is the worst, worst case and what is the best case? The risk of a wrong decision is preferable to the terror of indecision. See, if I had not ever decided anything, I would not have a house. I would not have my babies. I probably I would not have studied singing at college because that's a whole other other story. I've told it before. I did not have the money and well, if I hadn't tried it, I would never have gotten my free ride. So think about it. What is it costing you to not make the decision you want to make? 
if you want to create your dream life, you're going to have to make a few decisions. You're going to have, if you're not dreaming, living your dream life currently, there will probably be things you need to change and you will have to make the decision to do B instead of A. And it might be uncomfortable. It might be terrifying because you have never done it before. But it's like this podcast. I have never done this before. And I'm starting to become more and more comfortable with each episode. And so you have to start making decisions. Otherwise, your life cannot change and it will be static and you will have a lot of regret. The thing I always tell myself is when I when I am on my deathbed, looking back, I don't ever want anything. I want, don't want to regret anything. I want there to be no regret at all. And that's the thing that I always tell myself. When I'm on my deathbed, I know I will not ever think about like, well, it was good that I didn't do anything in life. It was good that I just kept doing something I hated. No, when you're, you know, you, there are videos out there on YouTube about advice that 100-year-olds give. And it's always, I wish I had done the things I really loved doing more. I wish I had done the job that I loved. I wish I had spent more time with my family. And those are the things that are truly important. So if you currently feel it like you're not spending enough time doing the things you love and spending the time with people you love that you want to spend your time with, you need to make a change and you need to make the decision. You just have to make a decision. You know what? If you're just dreaming, like dreaming is just a dream, it's just a theory until you make the decision to do it. And that is not a maybe, that is like, it's not a someday. It is, I am making the decision now to do X, Y, Z, and then give yourself a time frame by this time frame. That is specific. And what is it that you want? Start doing it now. Make a decision. Don't sit there and hope because that's not going to achieve anything. And if you want to be surrounded by people who also want the same thing, who want to create a life of their dreams, check out my mastermind group that is open for registration. You have to apply. Findyourvoice.tv slash mastermind. I would love to be the one helping you be in this group that can help you even define your goals, even to find out what is it that you really truly want, what are your heart's desires and how do you achieve it? You know, it can all be done. If others have done it before you, you can do it. Have a great day and don't forget, keep on dreaming big.